Hello everyone and welcome to episode 7 of Casual Legendary Hearthstone podcast of people with not a lot of time but still want to perform at a competitive level within the game that we all love. Boy oh boy I'm talking fast because we have a massive week of news. Now of course BlizzCon line was just this past week. Uh, literally it wrapped up yesterday for me. Um, and it was massive. For Hearthstone players, it was absolutely amazing. I know some other games um, by Blizzard weren't necessarily, um, didn't get as much as us in Hearthstone, but we got so much. I'm just going to dive straight into the BlizzCon news. The first thing we got announced was the year of the Griffin. We got a 2021 uh, roadmap. Well, two different types of roadmap. So we got one teasing our expansions. We already know what expansion one is. That's going to be Forged in the Barrens, a Horde-themed expansion. The second expansion has a blue crystal, opposed to the red crystal in the first one. So I'm expecting an alliance-based, and they already kind of teased that in the opening ceremony. And then the third one is what's really interesting, because it's a snowy background with what looks like a blue and a red crystal colliding and smashing into each other. So possibly a horde versus alliance kind of things maybe some sort of pvp themed expansion for the final one of the year who knows it's still a long time off but the first impressions really good for the remaining two expansions we also got our general roadmap which confirmed mini sets for us in each one um you know we see a mini set we see Jewels, Battlegrounds, some solo experiences coming up, um, lots of balance updates, seven rules, all of those kind of things that we might uh, expect from what, you know, what we've come to know in the Hearthstone -like game so far. In the year of the Griffin, obviously we have the core set and rotation. We got some updates to some of the cards so we know that core set rotation is gonna, the new core set is gonna happen at set rotation. Um, and we're gonna be getting three 235 cards, some old, some new, same as the information we had last week. Go back and check out my previous episode if you wanna hear all about the core set because I don't have enough time to dive directly into the weeds in this episode. But we did learn that we're going to get to know what all of the core set cards are going to be on February the 25th, which uh, is five days after they announced it at BlizzCon. So it's four days from now. So this is so fast. The speed things are coming out before set rotation is incredible. We did get some new uh, leak, well, not leaks, but some announcements of cards that are going to be staying. Um, both Tyrion Forging and Fireball will be returning as part of the core set. And Anoyatron and Tomb Pillager will be coming back from Wild. Let's just go through this. Tyrion, the uh, current Paladin Classic Legendary, pretty standard. And he's one of the very few minions in Classic, uh, in, the, in the basic set, sorry, for Paladin. So it's good to see that. And Fireball is a very key card for Mage. Anoyatron, I was somewhat surprised to see come back. This is the two mana, one, two, Divine Shield Taunt Mech from God knows how many years ago. It's really annoying. I don't think it's super strong, but it's very interesting they're bringing them back. What I do think could be really strong, although it's a very different meta as to when Tomb Pillager was played, 
That is the uh, four mana? I think four mana. Four mana, or maybe it's five mana. Can't remember. Look it up. It's a five four death rattle, get, add a coin to your hand in rogue only, which is really strong. You know, it was very, very, very highly played when it first came out. So I expect to see at least some play, although I'm not sure there's currently a deck archetype that actually does a good job of utilizing it. We've also got announced some other cards that are gonna be coming back, but are gonna be changed. Menagerie Warden, the Druid minion is being added to classic, except it's being slightly changed. So it's being made cheaper and a little bit smaller. So it's gonna be a five mana four four, which has battle cry, choose a friendly beast, summon a copy of it. So I think this is definitely an upgrade because you know you really wanted it for that battle uh, cry and it means that you can play a beast and play this card on the previous turn, whereas when it was more mana, that was hard to do. Assassinate is also getting a one mana reduction. So it's going down to four mana, um, reading destroying enemy minions still. Um, that's good. I don't think it will actually be good enough to play, but for newer players, it's a great card and it brings it in line with some of the other class removals such as Polymorph or Hex, all of these things that are four mana at the moment. The most exciting changes as cards, at least in my opinion, are going to be the uh, legendary dragons that have been changed. Yazera, Maligos, and Deathwing have all been brought up today. So Ysera is still a nine mana for 12 and it reads Battlecry, add one of each dream card to your hand. However, we have been teased that the dream cards might not be staying the same. So it could see a big change. However, even if it's still the old dream cards, I think this is an upgrade to this card as it means you just get all of them. Uh, Maligos, the Spellweaver is getting a nerf as they're moving away from general spell damage. So instead of having plus five spell damage, it's Battlecry, draw spells until your hand is full. And I really like this because it does enable combo decks just in a different way as pure spell damage does. And I think it gives the team more room to produce low mana cards that deal direct damage. And finally, Deathwing is still not gonna be great, but I think it'll be good. So staying as a 10 mana, 12, 12 with the battle cry, destroy all other minions, discard a card for each one destroyed. So it can just be a 10 mana, 12, 12, if the board's clear. If you're using it to kill one thing, you discard a card and so on and so on. So it's definitely better than it was. I'm just not sure if it will be good enough to see the, you know, the height that we want. They also announced some of the new cards that are completely new coming into the classic set. There'll be 29 of those in total, and they've announced five of those. It says four, but, you know, uh, yeah, who knows? 29 new minions included in the core set and a spell they revealed as well. So four minions and a spell. We got uh, Novice Zapper, a one mana shaman minion, three, two spell damage plus one overload one. This will be really good, just generally, because one spell damage on a one mana minion is pretty good. Um, and it gives shaman a decent tool for the early game. We got Fell Soul Jailer, five mana, four, six, Battle cry, your opponent discards a minion, death rattle, return it to wherever it was before, I guess the board. Um, 
It's cool, I don't think it'll be very competitive. We saw our first mercenary, there'll be 10 mercenaries announced with this set, uh, and that is Overlord Runthak, uh, a five mana, three six uh, rush minion. Whenever this attacks, give plus one, plus one to all minions in your hand. This is a neutral legendary, so this kind of gives some hand buff support so they don't have to add it in every, in every time they've released an expansion, they can just rely that it's gonna be there in the classic set, no matter what. They also revealed the card that I am the most excited for by far of all the cards they've revealed so far. That is Vanessa Van Cleef replacing Edwin Van Cleef um, as our uh, rogue legendary, as she did in the Defias Brotherhood. She's gonna be a two mana, two three rogue legendary that says combo, add a copy of the last card your opponent played to your hand, which is incredibly interesting. I think it's a very strong effect and I think it will see a lot of play, but it will also cause other people to play differently, especially if the card becomes quite popular. It causes opponents to think, hmm, I'm playing against a rogue. Should I change the ordering of the cards that I play to ensure that the last card that I play each turn doesn't kill me. Can I even do that? I think it'll add a lot of mind games to the game, which is absolutely excellent. We also got a priest spell announced, which is two mana thrive in the shadows, reads discover a spell from your deck. That's obviously pretty good. And I think it will definitely see play, especially if you're trying to scry for specific spells. Now, one of the biggest changes that they announced in this part of Year of the Griffin is gonna be some of the Shaman changes. We're seeing updates to uh, at least three of the classic Shaman cards, which are moving into the classic set for Year of the Griffin. Fell Spirits will get one less overload. Lightning Storm now guaranteed to deal three damage to all enemy minions. And Earth Elemental stays the same stats for the same mana, but gets one less overload off. All those will be good. I'm not sure if any of them will still be playable, but for new and returning players, it'd be definitely good to have some slightly more competitive cards. The biggest thing that we uh, that they announced is the change to the Shaman Hero Power. No longer will it be summoning the Wrath of Air, the spell damage plus one totem. It is now gonna be summoning the Strength Totem. Strength Totem is a one mana zero two totem, just like the rest of them. That says at the end of your turn, give another friendly minion plus one attack. Notably, it cannot buff itself as it says another. Um, I've seen some very mixed responses to this. I think it's really cool. I think thematically it's great. I think it could become really powerful, especially if there's a good totem deck. I'm just not, 100% sure that this is exactly what Shaman needed to become competitive again. I don't think that um, the spell damage totem was the worst one in Shaman, and by removing that, it may actually be a slight nerf rather than the buff that Blizzard were hoping, but they obviously have more knowledge and more data than us, so I think we will have to hold out and see. Also, as part of the Year of the Griffin announcement, we got the new mode. No, Classic was not our new mode, although it is kind of a new mode. This new mode is Hearthstone Mercenaries. It is going to be a strategic RPG with roguelike missions. It sounds very much 
to me like Darkest Dungeon in the way they were describing it, that you have different sets of mercenaries and you pick the ones that you want to take on each mission and then you select the, you know, the attacks or the abilities you want them to use at the same time as the opponent or the computer in this case, and then combat resolves turn by turn. By turn. I really enjoyed Darkest Dungeon. I thought it was an amazing game. So if Hearthstone can do something similar to that with some of the characters that we know and love, I'm super excited. They announced um, some of the characters that would be in it. It looks like we'll have Illidan and Ragnaros and a few other favorites, which is brilliant. The only thing I have to say is that we didn't really get a lot of information about it. We didn't see any gameplay. The only picture even that we saw of it was a kind of picture showing uh, a layout of what the dungeon or whatever it's going to be might look like with different bosses and different paths to choose with some sort of legendary styled boss at the end with a chest. We didn't get any gameplay, no launch date. It just says later this year. So it's very unclear as to when we'll be seeing this, although I am incredibly excited nonetheless. The last um, part of the Year of the Griffin announcement, before we move into talking about the actual expansion that was also announced at BlizzCon, is the Book of Mercenaries. Once they have finished all 10 Book of Heroes, we will be receiving the Books of Mercenaries. These are going to be 10 books, just the same as the Books of Heroes, um, except this time about the mercenaries that we're we'll seeing in the Year of the Griffin. More packs, all of that kind of stuff, probably some more cosmetics. I'm not super interested in it, but if the gameplay is really good, then I'll definitely be more. The gameplay hasn't gripped me so far, so we will see how that goes. On to the second big thing that was announced, and this is Forged in the Barrens. This is our first expansion we're going to get in the year of the Griffin. As with basically all expansions at this point, we get a new keyword. The new keyword is Frenzy, and it works kind of like Spellburst, except it triggers the first time these minions take damage. And we got three cards, I believe, with this lovely new keyword. We got a Razor Main Raider. This is a neutral common, five mana, five, six, Frenzy. So the first time it takes damage, attack a random enemy. Interesting, but I'm not sure how good it will be. The one I'm really excited for, well, the two other ones I'm really excited for are Blademaster Samuru. This is going to be one of our mercenaries. This is a uh, legendary neutral card. Again, four mana, one, six, that says Rush. Frenzy, deal damage equal to this minion's attack to all enemy minions. This has Rush, so it can attack another minion immediately and then we'll deal all of its attack damage to other things. This will be especially good with things like Inner Rage, if that's sticking around, to immediately buff up the minion's attack and then deal damage to all enemies. This could be an effective board clear to fight for control. I could see this going into a lot of different mid-range decks. Very interesting, can't wait to see. And the other one, the final Frenzy card that we've got so far, is the 7 mana, 7-6, uh, Druid of the Plains. This is a epic Druid card that says Rush. Frenzy, transform into a 6-7 Kodo with Taunt. This is exceptionally good if your opponent has no minions with more than 
five attack because you can theoretically trade into a five attack minion with this and then your what would be seven one goes to a six seven which is amazing value seven mana for remove a minion with less than five attack and um get a six seven taunt seems exceptionally good and i think it definitely could see play if the deck archetypes are there to support it which i think they will be although i cannot quite remember what is going away so far we are also getting a new spell type we have lots of changes to spells but the first one being ranked spells so these are gonna get better the more mana you have they upgrade at five mana and at ten mana so there's rank one before five rank two between five mana and ten mana and rank three at ten mana the two examples we've got so far are imp swarm which is a two mana spell at rank one it up, uh, summons a 3-2 imp at rank 2, it summons two 3-2 imps, and at rank 3 it summons three 3-2 imps. All of those two mana seems pretty good, and I am very intrigued to see how good this card will be. We also got uh, one of these ranked spells for the Shaman in the form of Chain Lightning, which reads deal two damage to a minion and a random adjacent one. Upgrading at five mana and 10 mana again, uh, less than five, rank one, dealing two damage, rank two, dealing three damage, and rank four, dealing four damage. I think this is an excellent mechanic. It makes cards that are always going to be good in the game, although they will never be the best because I'm sure that we'll be paying for that flexibility in the power of the cards. However, I think it's a really interesting mechanic and I cannot wait to start playing with them to see exactly how strong they are. We've also got spell schools being announced. So just as we have minion types, we're also gonna start having spell types. We're gonna get arcane, fell, fire, frost, holy, nature, and shadow spells. Now, all spells will have one of these schools. And the idea I imagine behind these is that when you get spell power, it might be plus two fire spell damage, for instance, so that it doesn't affect all of your spells just once from those school. We saw some new spells with that. So we've got a zero mana priest spell, Desperate Prayer, restore five health to each hero, and that's a holy spell. Chain Lightning is a nature spell, and Imp Swarm that we spoke about earlier is a fell spell. They also showed one of the cards that would take advantage of spell schools in a uh, epic neutral card, four mana, spirit healer to three six, and it says after you cast a holy spell, give a random friendly minion plus two health. So they will only trigger on your holy spells, which means the effect can be slightly better. There have also been announced the mercenaries, which I spoke about earlier. In Forged in the Barons, there will be 10 legendary mercenary minions, each for one class. Um, and we got the Shaman one revealed, which takes advantage of our lovely new spell schools. It is Brew Khan, a full mana legendary Shaman minion, five attack, four health, reading nature spells, damage plus three. Only nature spells, 
um, and we'll have to see how good they are. Notably Chain Lightning, the Shaman spell they revealed already is a nature spell. So at the very least, Shaman will have some decent board clear with both of those cards together. I believe that's all the cards, barring one last one that we got announced. That is Shadow Hunter Vol'jin. He's got a legendary uh, neutral card that is gonna be available and free for everyone when they log in from when you're hearing this podcast, go log in, get him, play with him. He's probably gonna be okay and super played until the expansions comes out, and then he'll probably be terrible. But he is a five mana, three six, which reads battle cry, choose a minion, swap it with a random one in its owner's hand. You can do this on your minions, you can do this on the opponent minions. If you're trying to cheat out something like our current Meligos or any other combo pieces, that might be useful if you're trying to do that for yourself, or you can play it on an opponent's minion and get one of their combo pieces out of their hands and kill it. Something such as Lifesteal Demon Hunter, for instance, might this might be a good way for classes that are not priests to deal with that. However, that is all we have announced for the, the Forged in the Barons expansion we obviously got the bundles so the 45 pounds one is 60 cards two new legendaries in the cards back and the mega bundle for 70 pounds which is a lot of money but it is a lot of stuff you get with it will give you 80 card packs two legendaries five golden card packs the card back for the expansion battlegrounds perks for the next cycle and a uh, Druid Torrent Hero Portrait, the first Torrent that we are getting in the game. Those are both available in-game and in-store now, so if you are a whale like me and you want to be grabbing one of those, go ahead and do it. We all know some of us are almost definitely going to be doing it, but um, that concludes our little bit on the Forge in the Barons. Overall, I'm hyped for another expansion, especially going into a four-set meta. I think the cards from this will be pretty strong and pretty important. I cannot wait to see more. We don't know when we're going to see the rest of this card. We don't know when the expansion is coming out, but that doesn't stop me from being incredibly excited. As BlizzCon was going on, we also got a stealth patch, which was not announced until during the BlizzCon announcements. That is going to be patch 19.6, which only sees one standard uh, change, and that is moving Allura, the rather problematic card, boosting Cheese Paladin's win rate into the stratosphere, is going from four mana to five mana. Quite an expected change, and will definitely slow down the deck I don't know if this was necessarily needed because we have seen the deck fall out of favour, but hey-ho, at least we will playing even less of it. Finally, let's talk just about the meta and what I've been playing in the previous week. So I do have to say, I think the meta is becoming slightly stale now. Hopefully with the expansion announcement, we'll start to kind of, you know, get thinking about the new expansion, experimenting with current decks that are going away that we want to be playing more of, but lots of the same decks are what we're seeing over and over and over again. Those decks really predominantly being rogue at the moment is probably by far the most popular class, at least from what I've seen. Both the World Kick and the Aggro build with Penflingers are super popular. I've been playing some of the Aggro Rogue and I've actually really enjoyed it. It's a slightly more difficult version of Aggro Rogue with some 
difficult choices about where to put damage and how to allocate resources. Um, and it's strong and it wins some games. And you know, if you have self-sharpening sword in your hand, you are a sword deck. And if you don't, then you are an aggro deck. And it's great fun, pretty good. Haven't been playing any of the World Kick version just because I'm not very good at it. Neither have I been playing any of Chiefs Paladin because um, from my limited understanding of that deck, it is boring. Just boring. Don't want to play it. Not interested. Um, what is an interesting Paladin deck is, of course, Librium, and I've been having some incredible success with it so far this week. Um, and I can highly recommend it if you're running into lots of rogues and lots of mages, because there are a lot more mages on the ladder at the moment. The spell damage version in the last week has absolutely taken off. I sort of brought it up last week as a, hmm, this is a bit interesting, but I'm unsure as to where this deck will go. Having played it a little bit, I can see why it's strong. But I can never quite get consistent results with it. So I'm unsure as to whether I'm playing it wrong or whether I was playing a non-optimal build or whatever it was, but it's good fun. And if you want to check it out, do. But it is becoming incredibly popular on the ladder right now, being by far the most dominant mage deck. Also, Highlander Priest is becoming the most dominant priest deck. Uh, it seems that Control Priests and Res Priests are becoming less popular as the meta starts to shift slowly. And Highlander Priest is becoming really, really, really popular, um, especially in higher legend ranks. And Warrior is Warrior. Still lots of enrage, still quite a lot of control. They do the same things. Not a lot of bomb at the moment, that's definitely struggling. Um, but, you know, Warrior's got enough good cards that it's got a lot of different good decks. I wouldn't worry about it. I'm not gonna dwell too much on my week simply because we had so much news from BlizzCon this week and I wanna keep this episode short. So I'll just say thank you so much for watching. If you wanna check out my stream, there's a link for that in the description. And this show also has a Patreon, which is very optional but very 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 appreciated um if you have the money or resources to donate to that incredibly appreciated but incredibly optional i wish everyone the best of luck on ladder so far and i'll speak to you all next week when we know what's going to be in the core set what a crazy time for hearthstone news thank you all so much for listening